Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is now 8.01 in the a.m. here, Eastern Standard Time. Every Wednesday right here, um... I bring on my friend Juan Vidas, and Juan is, I call him a networker extraordinaire because he has created something called Winning on Wednesdays, and he shares with us right here on the morning show every Wednesday his uh, spotlight guest, who this morning, okay, is a man by the name of Robert H. Lane. Bob, he, you know what, I, I, I'm, I am so honored to have. I'm going to call him Mr. Lane, okay, because I am so honored to have him on the show. Uh, He's had a successful career over 25 years. He's been directing business advisory activities in not only his own organization, which is Robert H. Lane and Associates. They're a group that provides innovative, creative problem-solving and operational assistance to senior management, but his clients include domestic, international groups involved in manufacturing, distribution, utility services, construction of commercial buildings, provider of communications, computer services. And let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something about computer services in just a second. Technology startups and government agencies. This man was involved, okay? He was the CEO for the successful introduction of the Commodore 64 home computer. He's worked with Bill Gates. He's worked with uh, in, I, I'm just in awe to have him on the show this morning. Um, welcome to the show. First off, let me say welcome to Juan. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Juan. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. As always, it's a pleasure here. And and you know, one of my idols here is uh, Bob Lane. And, and and I, you know, I don't get nervous uh, speaking with a lot of you know celebrities and people like that. But I'm such a geek and nerd that, you know, this is somebody who's, you know, changed our lives and was an impact in the industry. And for me to have him, he's like a rock star in my industry. So I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and honored to have him today on our show. And um, Bob, how are you, Bob? I'm very good. Very good, sir. Very good, one. Welcome, uh, welcome to Wednesday. <laughs> We're going to have a Wednesday good meeting today, I hope. What, That's what, right. Well, well, can I call you Bob or do I have to call you Mr. Lane? <laughs> <laughs> call you I'll Bob. Anything. Call you anything. <laughs> My you... mother used to call me <laughs> for lunch. There you go. <laughs> Just get here. <laughs> you know, Bob, I got to tell you, I've looked at your, uh, I've looked you up and and did my research with regards to Twitter and and LinkedIn and everything like that. And you're in I've such. I've never been on Twitter. I, 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 I don't. I don't go on Twitter. I, well, I they, think people they, write about him. Uh, I don't yeah, want I do. to be. I like to be. I don't like to be harassed all the time. Well, you know what? I got to tell you, they they talking a lot about you on Twitter. <laughs> you know, but it goes back goes back years and years. Bob, I always start the. I always start like this. Take us back to the early days of of when, you know, way back when. All right, and how did you get started with everything? I grew up in an era of when engineering and, you know, I was a salesman, but I remember my very first job at General Electric. I was told this is what I was going to sell, and I couldn't sell it because it was unsaleable. <laughs> and 
this was kind of the world of technology in the early days. The engineers built it. And when I went to Commodore after uh, a fairly successful stint at uh, Northern Electric Limited, which is now Nortel, and I had been in Europe and I had running a company called Norweb and Data 100 and some other companies, I I end up at Commodore and and we were we were a chip manufacturer. We had MOS technologies. We were in the waterbed business. Um, we had um, lots of inventory, lots of things that didn't sell. And I was uh, introduced to the engineering department of uh, MOS, who was developing had developed the VIC-20, and uh, was now working on think, this thing called the Commodore 64. And I, they kept saying, you know, you can't sell it yet because it's not ready to sell. And I finally said, let's 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 get on with it. Let's sell it now. And so we did. And uh, so I guess you learn very easily. You can't wait forever to get a product to market. Absolutely. And uh, even though it wasn't perfect, um, we did we did change the world. We went out as a blue light special. Um, it was at uh, you know Wal uh, um, Kmart. Uh, we were the very first blue light special, I guess, and that upset the industry, uh, particularly IBM, who was then owning Computer Land, and and uh, they had a PC Junior, and I was sort of told, you know, I had to sell it through the normal channels, and you know what industry is like. They, the the big boys, like to tell the little guys uh, what to do. And um, so we ended up selling it at 47 Street Camera in New York, um, Kroger, uh, uh, the grocery stores, and I guess we broke the rules. Absolutely. And I so I, if I say to anybody today, um, don't be afraid to take risk. Uh, don't be afraid to, to change. Don't be afraid to realize um, what you can do. And uh, it's, a, it's a bit it's, of a disturbance. It's tough. What's yeah, that one? You got to disturb a little. You can't disturb too far, but you you can certainly disturb. This is we're going back to 1982. All right, from what I understand, uh, with the Commodore, basically the Commodore, from my research here, it its introductory price, guys, was five hundred and ninety-five dollars, and they're saying as of uh, there's still I'm it's we're making them about it, hundred bucks. So <laughs> yeah. it, it was a good margin profit. Absolutely, and and, and you know. You have to make margin in a in a manufacturing operation. You can't give you can't give things away, and uh, it, it was value for people. It was it it was unique. It um, it had a music chip. Very few people knew that you could actually compose music on it. It's been used by many musicians uh, afterwards. Uh, you can still find. Commodores around, Ataris around, uh, industry even today. So, I showed my I showed my twelve year old my twelve year old as he's on his Xbox. I showed him uh, Pong. <laughs> you know where we were. Boop, oh yeah, boop. <laughs> you know that type of thing. Oh, and, we had lots. We had lots of boxes in those days. Absolutely. Uh, funny, funny story. There was a product called Coleco. Yes. And it was a game machine uh, produced, in, I guess, in upstate New York, and we were. We were out at CES, and uh, they were making a big announcement. They had a printer, and I thought, oh, gee, how, how can you make a printer work off of this? But they had a big guard on, they had a security guard on each side of them, and you could just look at it. 
but I noticed that when the paper came out of it, it said HP along the side. So <laughs> they had they had dummied some sort of a gateway yep. and made the printer work on an HP printer. This was going to be the big Coleco printer. So oh, well, oh it was a fun. Those were fun times. Those the Commodore, fun times. the Commodore. There, there, there's no doubt about it. And even if you do your research and you just check out Commodore, it's. Uh, it is, or was, or should we say, it has been the best-selling computer in history. And uh, I'm looking at some of the uh, yeah, the history I, notes above this. One of the ads that, that used to come out with for the Commodore was it said, if personal computers are for everybody, how come they're priced for nobody? I love that. And you talk about margin and <laughs> such like that, but still. And you show some of the other computer brands that are out there on this ad, you know, at, at you know a lot higher of a price. But the Commodore, they're saying, is arguably the easiest to program uh, and the one that has ever been made. So, um, you know, first off, thank you. For, thank you for, you know, bringing that to market and doing what you did because basically Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think um, – uh, We had a whole team. Yeah. A lot of, lot, of, lot of brilliant, bright kids and a lot of old-timers. And, uh, and But, uh, oh, you got tired after a while in the business, and uh, so I went on doing other things and have had a lot of fun ever since. And still work um i'm now 88 and uh as Juan knows still um still working in smart cities uh trying to bring uh broadband services to uh underprivileged areas of Can of canada and the united states and um um we're in a whole new world today and technology is is uh, is driving a lot of it but um some some for the good, some for the bad. So it's, absolutely, it's a whole new world. Absolutely, Bob. Go ahead, Juan. Bob, can you tell Bob? Can you tell us about uh, after the uh, Commodore sixty four? You went on to work with Steve Jobs. Uh, can you tell us a little yeah, bit about I that? Yeah, I worked with Steve for a while, and uh, then I well also worked with Jimmy Tribig at Tandem Computers. Um, we were some of the first that worked with the internet, and then, then we built some banking machines. Um, and then I uh, then I came back to Canada and bought up a, got in back into the wholesaling business with a company called Acklands. It's Ackland Granger, uh, Granger in the United States. And since that time, I've just um, uh, helped other companies in various countries of the world um, work on uh, development uh, of new products. Um, companies and coaching coaching kids uh in in business and um that's been more fun than than anything else and then building new products again i want my oh, list. i, I, I dibbled, ahead, dibbled and dabbled in a in a thing called the smart meter for the electric industry um, it's trillion today uh but it's um you know had a lot of fun that's all bob i gotta ask you you gotta and, have fun I, I want to say, you know, one of the things that I noticed and, and that I'm reading in your bio and stuff like that is talking about problem solving. And I want my listeners to understand. And, and just going back to uh, something I see here, Ontario flower growers. All right. So basically in, yeah. the, in the early days, he said, salvage the operations from a bank oversight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. To, to a highly That's profitable right. well, and successful floral supplier. That, I it mean, was a seven it was a seven million dollar. Uh, they allowed this grower to uh, to get into them for seven million dollars, and the bank just sort of said, "Well, 
uh, we got to do something about it. And it was Christmas time, and uh, this bank manager was going to put all these 300 flower growers out of business at Christmas time. So I brought them all together at a meeting, and there uh, most of them were Dutch Dutchmen, and uh, I knew they had buried a lot of money in their in their. Uh, jeans at home and so I invited them all to come to a meeting I told them to bring their wives with them and uh, before the night was over we had raised enough money to clear up the bank problem and I went on to to help the uh, the co-op uh, grow and develop it's uh, it's a fairly large operation absolutely today in the world uh, I ended up in New Jersey at one time uh, working for the uh, New Jersey Vineland uh, um, vegetable growers, uh, very similar problem. Uh, good, good growers, but not a good understanding of marketing and sales and that sort of stuff. And uh, so I, I used to commute down to to uh, Vineland, New Jersey. I got to like Vineland. It was a great, great little town, and and uh, lot, lots of fun. Absolutely. Lots of fun. So I've done an I, I guess I've, I've been parachuted in many times to companies to kind of be their uh, fixer. I, I, I believe in, in, in six words, and it goes back to my, I had a great privilege years and years ago when I was first starting out in business with a company called International Paper, which uh, built a disposable diaper called Flusherbys which I was involved in, I, I had a chance to spend some time with Peter Drucker. And Peter was a consultant at those days to international paper. And he caught me, taught me six words. And they were, every time you look at something, think about who, where, when, why, what, and how. And most important is why. Why, why, why is there a problem? Why are we not getting there? Uh, once you answer those six, six words, uh, it's pretty simple. And then remember, there's three other very important things in business. Uh, it sounds kind of uh, strange. It's pot. It's not cannabis. It's just plain pot. It's people. It's organization and operations. And then last of all, it's technology. Too many, too many organizations start off, right, and they call it top. They start with technology. Technology is going to solve all my problems. No, no, no. Technology is only an enabler. Uh, the most important thing in your organization is your people. And as long as you continue to understand that and business executives understand that people uh, are what make them money, um, then we'll all succeed. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Bob. It's a very trying. I got to tell you, I got to say this. It's like I've done a lot of interviews. I really have. And I've done a lot of interviews with a lot of different type of business people and everything like that. What you just said and what you just put out there in the last 60 seconds means so much to me. It truly does because a lot of times people don't focus on people and they don't focus, you know, you're right. They focus on technology first and they think that technology That's is right. going to solve all the problems. And the, mm -hmm. the six words that you just brought out is something basically uh, that Juan, I, I called Juan, everybody has to have someone that they can go to and say, hey, this is an idea. What do you think? You know what I'm saying? Or am I going in the right direction? And Juan was able yeah. to kind of like ground me, you know, with certain things that I was doing and, and bring me back to reality. And what you've just done basically is is by those words and even by the three, you know, by pot, 
is to is to uh, yeah. is to bring people back to reality, and that's what somebody needs. We need somebody like like Robert Lane that's going to you know that's that has well, the experience in, in years. And, just remember, companies um, get all wrapped up, and they they go out and hire a human resources person. And I'm not I'm not damning human resource people. They they're they're important, but. It's really the CEO. It's the guy at the leader. It's the guy that leading it. He's got to spend his time, more time thinking about the people in his business, not about the balance sheet, not about keeping Wall Street happy. If he if he keeps his people happy, he's going to keep Wall Street happy, or he's going to keep his investors, or he's going to keep himself happy. But we we've forgotten that it is important to mentor people today. You know, we're not we're not paid to mentor people. Um, I had great mentors as I came, went along, and I'm reaching out to executives today to say, hey, it's your job to mentor and to help these kids who get all wrapped up that they think the social media that it's the answer is all on Google. Um, it's not. It's in the experiences of our of our people in the past. And, and what the young kids need is just a, a leg up. They need a push. They need, they need, as you say, someone to talk to. Yes, absolutely. Mr. Vidas, what would you like to say? <laughs> I would like to add uh, on to what Robert said. You know, um, the one thing is, you know, when we come in this world, we come with nothing, and we leave this world, we, we leave with nothing. But the one thing you can leave behind, I always say, is the lasting legacy of helping others. It doesn't have to be monetary. Right. It could be knowledge. No. It, it lasts. Knowledge. Last is a dollar. You know, you don't. Yeah. You know, startups don't need money. Basically, no, startups need need knowledge and, and intellectual property and and helping people. Uh, I don't. I don't invest. When people come to me and say, "Hey, Bob, I want a million dollars to put in a business, but I don't want you involved," <laughs> that's that's a kiss of death. Yeah, <laughs> you know anybody anybody that just hands money to somebody else and hopes to get this great return that's that's not where how you get a return. I would think you know? the I would think it'd be the other way around that the that instead of handing them a million dollars, what they the uh, experience that you have and the advice that you can give would be worth that million dollars. You know, you as a well, you know coming and, across and that way. That's what we like to do. We we like to continue to do that uh, today. Yeah. And, um, I still work. Uh, I'm sure I I still charge uh, enough to pay my bar bills, but you don't want to make too much money because the government takes it all back from you anyway. So uh, uh, I agree. But, uh, so I have, have fun. So I have to ask every morning. What is the secret? Okay, so here I'm going to ask you this question. What You're 88 years old. I wouldn't have guessed it, but the bottom line is you're 88 years old, okay, and you're still energetic, you're still working and everything like that. What, what's what's your secret to being as um, youthful? I'll use the word youthful at 88 today and still being involved in the um, business world. What's the secret to doing that I, all these years? I look, I look, at, I look at life uh, that I have come into this world as Juan said with nothing and I'll go out with nothing but along the way uh, I want to I want to get something out of life and I want to give back to uh, to life what I want to do I I don't think in terms of 
um, going to retire in in you know Sarasota, Florida, or or living in a big house or driving a big car. Um, um, I could do that if I wanted to, but that's that's not my lifestyle. Um, I'm still married to the same woman I married 64 years ago. Oh, that's great. Um, wow. We live a good life. We're comf we're we're comfortable, but um, you know, uh, it, it's 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 a mindset. It's it's you know you can get very down you know read the paper every day or or listen to the loonies that are trying to uh, pull down this country and pull down all countries you know we've got to positively think about the future Absolutely. sure we've got we're we live in a global world there's not a lot changed in the last hundred years you know we've had wars and we've had battles and you know we've got politicians who have got greed and you know those are all characteristics of of a community but um, we've got to start thinking in terms of how how we're all going to live together and uh, survive, and um, so you know. I said that the other day. That's what you, yep. that's what you do. I agree. I said you just, that. You just it's called positive, positive thinking. Yep. I, I I'm a PT a PT guy. I think I positively think every day, and uh, that's, that's and it, it's hard it's hard to get across to people. Yep. At times, I asked uh, I asked somebody in the Borders bookstore one time, Barnes and Noble, excuse me, Barnes and Noble. I said to the manager, yeah, I wanted yeah. to know what the what what was the most popular section in your in your store, and he told me it was the uh, self help section. And I said, what what yeah. reason do you think behind that? He says because everybody's looking for a way to be happy, and most people are not in that's today's right. world. And um, that's uh, really great advice what you're giving here today, Bob. And I truly appreciate yeah, your words and what you're you saying. Know, you can, you know, yeah. there's lots of people make millions of dollars, you know, selling self-help books. You know, it's yeah. It's, but you but know, you know how you like make the computer. Well, what's the biggest use of a computer today? What do you What do you think it is? Research, looking like Google, looking up no, something. No, no, oh, playing okay. games. <laughs> playing games. You're right. <laughs> I never you know, thought. It's just number one, just wow. number one traffic. Yeah. Lighter on, sir. It's games. What do, you, what do you think number two is? I'm not even going to try this Watch, one. Juan, your turn. <laughs> Watch the pornography. Come on. Yeah. Wow. See, business and and research and all of that. Those are secondary things, you know. But people have made lots of money on those things. Uh, yeah, they made lots of money on pornography, though. Well, well. Some of the richest people in the world are invested in the game business. Yeah, you know what? And look at—I mean, even you know—it's like today with my my twelve-year-old when he goes to school. You know, I have to say to him, Martin, you got your Chromebook. <laughs> you know, it's not like you got your notebook, you got your pen, you got your pencil. No, you got your Chromebook, you got, Martin. Yeah. You know, everything is. Uh, and, well, and he comes home, yeah. he gets on his Xbox, if, and you know. If you've seen the latest, if you've seen the latest grocery carts, yeah. they've all got computers for uh, for the kids sitting. You know, sitting yeah. in the little buggy. They got oh, they wow. got a little. A screen so that the kid can play some games while mother is shopping. Bob, so, my anyway. my three-year-old grandson. Okay, my three-year-old grandson. When he gets in the car, I put him in his car seat, and he says, "Pop, yep. pop, Peppa Pig on your phone." So I hand him my yeah. I hand him my <laughs> iPhone. Okay, I hand him my iPhone. Yeah. He knows how to get to YouTube at three years old, and he knows how to <laughs> yeah. find Peppa Pig, yeah. and he knows how to switch it around to watch other things. And I looked at my wife the other day. I go. He's three years old, and she says that's the way the world is today. That's just the you know the way that's kids right. are. 
Anyway, I want to thank you, Bob, for your words of wisdom today thank and, you and everything. Much. That, you know. I appreciate you, it. Yeah. If I could ever help you again, uh, let me know. I, uh, Juan and I are close friends, and, and, and yes. I appreciate the opportunity of, of just being on your show, and all the best to you. And I appreciate that. And don't that. have too many car crashes on the Long Island oh, Lord. this morning. Yeah, I had, to, I had to bring up those two right before, of course, the interview, because I know people, we get a lot of the commuters that listen to us. But Juan, before you go, Juan, I want to, Juan what do you want to give us? What's your advice to everybody out there? Well, just like like Bob said, continue to be positive, uh, and uh, when you be positive, you become positive, and the, everything else becomes positive around you. Absolutely. And so. Absolutely. Yeah. Winning on Wednesdays. Winning on Wednesdays today, right? Eleven o'clock. Yep. You, how Eleven can, o'clock. How can they get there, Juan? How can they get there? With it, they can go there uh, by winningonwednesdays.com. Mm-hmm. winningonwednesdays.com you can go check it out all the information is there absolutely and if you want to check out Bob's website you can go to laneconsul c-o-n-s-u-l dot com that's www.laneconsul c-o-n-s-u-l dot com once again Juan Vidas as usual it's been an honor and a privilege to have you on the show Pleasure. as every Wednesday and uh, Bob Lane uh, all I can say is uh, you you, you've, you've inspired Thanks, you've inspired me Hey, guys, take care. Take care, guys. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, so here we are. It's the morning show. It is now 825 in the a.m., April 6, 2022, and we continue. We're going to continue right on up till 9 o'clock this morning, so don't go anywhere. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.